Hey there, Soul Family. Welcome to another episode of Evolving Consciously. My name is Holly and I know for sure that nothing happens by accident. This moment is happening very on purpose. So I invite you to really sink in with me as we weave our way through this conversation today so that the message your soul is searching for right now can land deeply with you. Here in this podcast, we have conversations on consciousness, helping you unbecome everything you're not, bringing you home to your wholeness so that you can live a completely authentic, soul-centered life. Today, we are discussing the topic of pain. This is something that I just love to discuss because, you know, I always say pain is necessary, but suffering is a choice. There is so much beauty in pain. But you see, society has programmed us. Society has taught us that pain means something's wrong, that pain is something that we should avoid. But it's not because I believe we all come here to this human experience for our own spiritual expansion. And the only thing that gives us that expansion is pain. Pain becomes the point from which we expand. So without pain, there can be, we, we can't reach deeper levels of understanding. We can't unbecome what we've been taught to be, what we've been programmed to be and evolve into a, a into ourselves and the authentic part of ourselves. Pain is pain is what gets our attention. Pain is what calls us to something that is asking us for our understanding. And 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 until you do understand what you're being called to understand, until you find the perspective that offers you the healing and the spiritual growth that your soul is here to gain, until that time you will stay in pain. Pain is necessary. Suffering is a choice. And the difference between pain and suffering is just your willingness to understand it. If you choose, and please, I understand that these truths are confronting for all of us and hard sometimes because, you know, unfortunately, we get so much payoff out of being stuck in pain. Sometimes it's a whole lot easier to be stuck in pain than it is to dig our way out because for as long as we're in pain about something that happened to us, and for as long as we believe that things happen to us and not for us, we get, we're able to give ourselves permission to stay in that pain. And sometimes that's the easy option. Even though, you know, people say, how can you say that, Holly? It hurts. It burns. It aches my heart. I feel like it destroys my soul. How on earth would you say that I want to stay here? You know, because I, I want to be upfront because there is purpose in pain. Every single time you experience pain, there is purpose in that pain. It's just that you have to find that purpose. But sometimes we actually subconsciously, I'm not saying it's an intentional decision. It's not a conscious decision we make to intentionally stay there. But subconsciously, we don't want to leave that pain for a few reasons. The pain becomes our comfort zone. Uh, you know, here's what happens. What we feel, familiarity makes us feel safe. And if you've lived a life of pain, if you've lived a life of criticism and judgment and not feeling enough and all these things that have created pain for you, uh, even though you know it hurts, you know it destroys you, if that is what you are most familiar with, that space will feel safe to you and it will feel awkward and, and you will feel, uh, you'll feel like you're almost out of alignment. You'll feel like things aren't quite right. 
if you're not being criticized and you're not being judged. So you'll find it hard to be in situations where people celebrate you, where people raise you and see, you know, and that's where all the thoughts come from of, oh, you know, what's your agenda or she must want something or he must want something or I want, you know, we, we almost feel unsafe and um, threatened if somebody offers us love, compassion, compassion and genuinely wants to be of service to us. Sometimes when we're too programmed and we're too familiar with criticism and judgment and pain and everything that's associated with not feeling like we are enough, it, it's an uncomfortable space that uh, to, to, to be in an environment that doesn't give us that doesn't give us those emotions. So pain sometimes is is where we want to stay. Subconsciously, we want to stay there. You know why? Because when you're in pain, if, if you decide to allow yourself to fall victim to your circumstances and victim to the pain that you're experiencing, that's an easy option sometimes. It's easy to play the role of victim because you don't have to take responsibility. For as long as you believe this happened to me, why did this happen to me? You know, for as long as you stay in that space, you don't have to take responsibility for getting out of that space. And sometimes the pain of, of being responsible, the burden of being responsible for making progress and for, for you know, cleaning our, our life up and for, for healing ourselves, sometimes that feels more painful than it does to just stay here with what hurts but with what feels familiar. Familiarity is what makes us feel safe. So I'm, here's what I've done. I remember when I heard, uh, I, I read a book by Dr. Mike Murdoch and it really, really touched me deeply. And I've never forgotten this. Um, I, I, and he talks about the rewards of pain. What I've done is I've added my own. He talks about the six rewards of pain and I've actually added one myself. I call it the seven rewards of pain. And I want to go through that today. What are the, there are, there is so much beauty and there are rewards to pain, but until you're at least open and willing to see them, you will stay where you're at. And the reason that burns your soul so much is not because of the pain itself. It's not, it is not the, the pain that you're experiencing, if it is deeply rooted and soul-destroying, I want you to hear me out here. The depth of that pain does not come from whatever it was you experienced that created that in the first place, uh, whether that be a death, a loss of some kind, um, you know, something, uh, some kind of, you know, uh, traumatic abuse. Of course, the circumstances causes a level of pain, but if you feel like you're in a place where your soul is being destroyed, where your spirit is so unsettled and, uh, you know, you just ache on the inside constantly, that level of pain does not come from the circumstance that occurred to you, no matter how great the pain was of that circumstance at the time. The depth of your pain comes from the fact that you are resistant to, to, to finding the lessons and gaining the expansion that within yourself that that pain was sent to teach you. When we resist the lesson, when we, see that's our soul screaming out to go, I, I am ready. I, I, if you would just, if you would just allow your mind and, and your consciousness to be able to see 
the beauty and, and the blessing in somehow the silver lining in the dark cloud, what this was sent to teach you, then the soul can expand. But when you are resisting the soul's expansion because you're stuck too much in your human mind, you're, you're stuck too much in the way that you're programmed or without you even realizing pain has, there are so many payoffs we get from holding on to pain. Pain becomes sometimes how we access love from other people. You know, how we, access being noticed from other people I have friends myself and um you know that that I've had these conversations with that have had experienced deep loss losing you know husbands partners parents uh babies even um you know I have, have friends that I that I work with and coach that um have had experienced I'm talking traumatic situations. Like I'm talking abuse beyond what your mind could fathom. And, you know, it is the, the, the hard part is this, is that when those things happen to you, everyone around you, of course, that loves you, they want to help you. They want to be there for you. They offer you love. And without realizing sometimes we get stuck in a cycle. You know, I have friends that have even had you know life-threatening illnesses cancer being being given days to live and things like that and i'm sure you know everyone out there we all know someone who's been through this and in those moments everyone around us offers us love offers us compassion they they, they serve us uh you know and and we get treated from such a heart space and 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 we become so significant we become the most important thing in everyone's lives that everyone is is willing to make sacrifices for us and sometimes that's what we become addicted to and that is the reason that no matter how much the pain hurts we can't let it go because we'd rather be in pain and be loved than to heal from the pain and wonder if I don't have this pain, if I if I no longer uh, allow my identity to be, you know, the lady who had breast cancer, or you know, the man who lost his wife, or you know, the parents who lost the baby, or you know, the person who was like traumatically abused sexually, emotionally, whatever else, if that is no longer my story, what what then? what reason will people have to love me then? Because if people showed you so much love, so much compassion, so much of so much support and, and, and you were noticed and you were recognized and you became significant and you became important through that experience without realizing your subconscious mind will use that, your subconscious mind will use that in order to access those things. Into it builds a it builds a relationship. It starts to build this relationship between this pain, this experience, this story that I've been through, is how I access love. Is now, you know because of what I've been through, people love me. So if I heal, if if I start to understand the pain and start to become whole, and and therefore this pain doesn't burn as deeply as it currently does because I expand beyond the point that I am I rise to a new level of consciousness and therefore I understand and become grateful for the pain grateful for the experience I start to see the silver lining if that happens and I'm no longer in pain what reason will people have to care about me then what if that means I get forgotten what if people stop noticing what if people stop reaching out what if people stop stop even wanting to help me and offering me love and support and so you know these are these are hard things to admit to ourselves and to confront ourselves with but 
just so often they are the reason for why we resist the lessons and the beauty that pain brings into our life. So I want to talk to you about what I call the seven rewards of pain. And they all start with a letter L. I, I love to teach things in a way that's easy to remember. Uh, and I remember when, as I said, when I read this from, uh, you know, Dr. Mike Murdoch, it really resonated with me. It, it, I've never forgotten it. But as I've taught it myself um, over, over time, I found my own message in it. So, you know, if for any reason you don't connect deeply with my message today, go and find the book um, by Dr. Mike Murdoch. I can't even remember the name of the book, to be honest. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. Type it in Google and see what comes up. But um, it really, you know, I mean, isn't it, we always say the teacher will arrive when the student is ready. And the answer that you're looking for to help you release the resistance that you're holding on to for the pain that you're in, the answer is always sent to you right at the time where your soul is ready for it, even if your mind tries to convince you that you're not. So let me start by saying that it is, it is no accident. There is no mistake for why you are here with me right this moment while we're sharing this information together and i already know that this this will touch there is there are someone out there that needs this message i feel it so heavily on my spirit right now i remember when 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 my soul was ready for this message and and the instant shifting consciousness i had by the end of those few pages and and uh, you know i look forward to giving you that experience here today so just the fact that you're here just the fact that of all of the links you could have clicked on today, out of all of the audios you could have decided to listen to today, for some reason, and nothing happens by accident, but for some reason, you're here listening to this, I, that already says, I already know that it, whether your mind knows it or not, your soul is ready for this message. So whatever pain it is that you're in today, it can begin to stop if only you will be open and willing to allowing don't just hear this message allow this message to touch you and allow it to change you so the first reward of pain pain forces us to look it forces us to look for answers we've never looked for before. It forces us to question our own belief systems, to look for more, to look for a deeper understanding, to you know, to, to look in places we've never been, to put ourselves in environments, to put our, ourselves around people, to, to look for a new level of depth in what we do understand, a new belief system, to look for, you know, a new perspective on something that perhaps we, we need to let go of. Pain forces us to look for things, for new things and the meaning of them. It forces us to look for deeper understandings. It forces us to look for a deeper truth. It is pain that does that. It is not joy. It is not happiness. It is not contentment. None of those emotions force us to look any further because when we feel full of joy, when we feel happy, we have no reason to look for more. Pain is what calls us to look for those new answers, those new perspectives, that higher level of consciousness and that deeper level of understanding, those deeper connections. Pain forces you to look. Secondly, pain forces us to lean. Pain forces us to lean on the idea, the belief, the faith that there is something out there that is bigger than all of us. And I don't care what it is you like to call it. You can call it God. You can call it source. You can call it spirit. You can call it universe. You can call it consciousness. You can call it Buddha. Allah, I don't mind what it is that you choose to, to call that power that is out there 
that is greater than all of us, but it is pain that forces us to lean on that. You see, we don't lean on that all the time. I don't care whether you're someone that goes to church every week. I guarantee that when your life is cruising and things are going great for you, you don't lean on the, on the higher power. You don't lean on the idea that, that somehow something has its hand on this, that somehow I am supported by something that is bigger than me, that somehow, even though I don't understand what's going on, somehow I lean on the idea and the faith and the belief that somehow this is supposed to be happening, that somehow there's supposed to be a meaning in this. Pain is what forces us to lean on that greater faith. Pain forces us to learn. It is pain that forces us to learn the lessons that we've been missing, that we aren't giving our attention to, and that sometimes we intentionally avoid. Pain is what forces us to learn those things. Pain forces us to learn, uh, you know, to live from a new perspective. It, it forces us to become aware of the habits and the behaviors that keep, that keep occurring in our lives, that keep creating patterns in our lives that we know don't serve us, that we know are, are hurting our relationships, they're hurting our vision, they're hurting our, our purpose here. We know that we, we know when we're off target. We know that when we're just going through the motions and life isn't fulfilling and relationships around us are a hard work and we're walking on eggshells and they take so much effort, you know, and, and we know when, we, when we're out of order, when we're out of alignment. But pain is what forces us to learn why, to learn what to do next, to learn what's the lesson here, what am I missing, what, what's, the, what's the clue that I need, what's the understanding. Pain forces us to learn those lessons that, you know, I always say that pain teaches us lessons that pride won't allow us to learn. Pain gives us the ability to learn at, a, at, a, at a, such a, a deeper and a faster rate than uh, whenever we're not in a state of pain. So that is another, you know, for me personally, that is, that is one of the greatest beauties of pain. And, and now, you know, I, I choose that perspective now that the moment I'm in pain, rather than resisting the pain and hating the pain and feeling like something's wrong because that's what society taught me, nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong when you're in pain. Pain is a sign that something is out of order, but nothing is ever wrong. Pain is just where we're being called to our next level of consciousness. But in order to go there, we have to leave the level that we're at. And that's part of what the pain is. So pain forces us to look. It forces us to lean on the greater power and it forces us to learn the lessons that we weren't willing to learn until we put until we were put in situations of pain pain forces us to long you know it forces us to long for uh you know for for a healing it forces us to to long for the answer no not just to hope for it and to wish for it but it forces us to, you know, it, it's something that can only come from a place that's higher than us. It, it forces us to long for it so deeply that we become prepared for it. We prepare ourselves for it because we don't just want it anymore. We long for it. We become open to it. We, we at, a, at an emotional level, we start preparing ourselves for the journey because we long for the healing that's on the other side. We long for that, that, that feeling of wholeness, that feeling like, you know, everything's back in order. We long for it. It goes beyond, you know, we, we long for what's beyond the pain. It, it makes us long for what's been missing in our life. And sometimes it's not until we're in that level of pain that we even realize or that it even gets our attention 
that uh, that something's missing in our life. And sometimes we get so busy, you know, we're so busy being busy. We're so busy being so busy, winding up at the end of the month, no further ahead than what we were at the start of the month, that we we didn't even pay attention to what was missing. We, we think it's our career, so we work harder. We think it's our, our, our kids, so we spend more time with them. But when we stop and we sit still, we realize I've given the kids time. I've worked harder this month, but I still feel like I'm in pain. I st- something's still out of, out of order in me. And it, it's pain that forces us to long for that answer. And, and then and at, the, at that point, we start to open up. We start to open this space inside of our soul that becomes ready for whatever it is that's next. But without pain, we don't long for it. We go, oh, yeah, I'd like to have it. Oh, yeah, that, wouldn't that be nice? But we don't long for it. And because we don't long for it, we don't prepare ourselves for it. We're not open to... Uh, uh, whatever it is we have to go through in order to get there. That's another, you know, silver lining in, in the dark cloud that pain can sometimes bring to our lives. It forces us to long. Pain forces us to listen. It forces us to, to, to listen to the messages, to listen to the clues, to pay attention, to listen to the voice and to begin to discern what is ego versus spirit, you know, what is... Um, what is survival programming versus what is our our higher self? What what is our consciousness to discern? Not just to hear a voice, but to discern and to know the voice, to hear the instructions that we receive from our soul group, from God, from the universe, from whatever it is that you believe. You know, pain is what forces us to listen. And here's the thing: it's only pain that does these things. As I said earlier, you know, joy and happiness. They don't do this. When you feel happy, you don't listen. You don't listen for a higher message. You don't listen for what's next necessarily. You start listening real carefully when you start getting in a situation that starts causing you pain, that puts you out, that starts to cause a bit of worry or a bit of concern. Now you're listening. Now you're praying. Now you're meditating. All of a sudden, you're wanting the voice to speak back to you, to let you know that everything's okay and to give you your instruction on what to do next. But you don't listen as intently. None of us listen as deeply. And it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. It's another thing to receive. It's one thing to hear the message. It's another thing to receive the message. But you see, pain prepares that. Pain prepares the ground so beautifully for that seed to be planted. And, you know, the harvest never looks like the seed. What comes from the seed never looks like the seed itself. And so this little message gets planted. And if you weren't in a situation of pain, then you probably wouldn't have, you know, so many times we don't receive the message. We hear it and we leave it till later. We hear it and we, we question it. We hear it. We hear the call from spirit, but we allow ego to convince us otherwise. But when you're in pain, you start getting real clear on what you're listening to. You start, you're not just listening with your, with your mind and your, your ears, it drops from your head to your heart. You start hearing it with your soul. You start receiving it with all that you are. And that contributes to our spiritual expansion. And on the other side of that expansion, we rise to a new level of consciousness. And in that moment, the pain dissolves. Pain forces us to love. It is pain that does this. I love this one. Pain forces us to love what remains you know when we experience loss any kind of loss whether it be a physical loss when we lose someone think about this i want you to think about the last time you went to a funeral how how beautiful is the 
is is the uh, what would I say? How beautiful is the experience that comes either on the way to or on the way home, or sometimes in the middle of a funeral, where the the pain of not only your own loss, but on what you see in terms of what everyone else is experiencing, you see and feel the pain of everyone else. How beautiful are the thoughts and the space that opens up in us? Because you know what? It's only when we go to funerals that we go, we allow ourselves to go. We, we really start to focus on, on how much, how, what we're grateful for, on, on the fact that we love what we have left, that we, you know, that we should be more grateful for this or we should, go, you know, spend more time doing that or, you know, we should let go of those thoughts that are just so full of toxicity and, and, and bring us down. Funerals have such a beautiful perspective on them. Yes, they're painful. Yes, you, you be in the moment and you feel that loss. But on the other side, of feeling the pain from the loss, there is a space of such beauty where that only that loss can bring us to. And, and it doesn't even have to be the loss of a person. If you lose a job, if you lose a career, if you lose a house, if you lose a relationship, the pain that creates forces us to love what remains. You lose a house and all of a sudden you love the fact that you're just alive. You know, you lose a relationship and your heart's in so much pain, all of a sudden now you, you, you love your parents a whole lot more. You love your friendships a whole lot more. You love, you know, pain forces us to love what remains. It, for, it, it heightens our, our awareness of what's left. It makes us realize how much we have. The, the pain of loss is what heightens our awareness of what we actually have. You know, I always say gratitude is the seed for more. Gratitude is the seed for more, but it is pain that births that seed. You will never experience gratitude as deeply as in the moments after you experience pain that comes from loss. Because once you've experienced the pain at that at that at that depth, it, it opens up a new it, it takes us to a new space within ourselves where there's, a, there's an infinite love. There's an infinite supply of love and gratitude for what we still have. So pain forces us to love what remains. And then finally, pain forces us to let go. It is pain that does this. Pain is what forces us to create space in our lives because you see the universe, here's how the law of the universe works. You don't get to have something new come into your life and then you let go of something. The universe can't send you what you want. It can only send you what you've got space for. So pain is what puts us in a situation where before we even know what's going to come next, we're willing to let go of what we have now. And this is how the universe sets it up because, because it, it needs to create pain for us because when we can no longer hold, let, let's say you're in a, let's say you're in a job that you hate, an environment that makes you feel sick in your stomach every day, where you are not treated for what you are worth, where you are not appreciated, where you're barely even tolerated, and it just churns you. You see, the pain of that environment is eventually what forces you to go. I can't do this anymore. I'm not doing this. I, I'm going to let this go. And once you let go, you create space. And then the next opportunity can show up, but we have to let go in faith because what we want mentally is for the next opportunity to show up before we let go of this one so that we know we're kind of playing the safe game. We know we've got something to go to. 
that's why we stay in pain for so long because we wait for something to show up first, but that's not how it works. The universe wants us to create space and it wants us, the whole idea, the relationship between you and God, you and your higher self, you and the universe is built on faith. Faith means being able to make decisions or make moves without knowing what's next without being able to see what happens next if you can see what happens next you don't need faith you're not moving or walking in faith if you know what happens next but when you're in pain and so much pain that you just have to let go of that job of that career of that relationship that is just tearing you down it creates space and once there is space the universe can send us what is necessary for the next part of our journey you know, pain forces us to, to let go of belief systems that don't serve us, belief systems that hurt us, belief systems that keep us small, you know, and it helps us create the space to adopt a, a, a new belief system. You know, it helps us to let go of people, of thoughts, of beliefs, of habits, of behaviors. You've probably heard the saying of, you know, until the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing, people will never change. And that is the beauty of pain. It forces us to allow change into our lives. And that is what we are here for. We came to this human experience to expand our souls and expand our spirit at, to, to whatever level it is that, 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 um, you know, that we need to do while we're here before we get called back. And so pain is what gets our attention and forces us into the situations where, where we grow because the only way the pain can stop is for us to understand it, to accept it and to grow from it. When you, once you have gone to a new level of consciousness, that pain cannot ever, it cannot ever hurt you like it does now because at a new level of consciousness, you see it differently, you hold it differently and you experience it differently. And when, when that takes place, you, you no longer suffer. There is no pain. The pain is only asking for our attention to understand something at a higher level where we are ready. Whether you know it mentally or not, your soul is telling you, you are ready for a new understanding. You are ready to see the beauty in why this has happened to you. You are ready to heal. You are ready to allow that to be and stop resisting and saying, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be this way. It wasn't supposed to be this way. It was always supposed to be this way. No matter what it is you've been through, it, every experience that we go through, is necessary, absolutely necessary for the expansion that we came here for. And we have to remember, we chose our journey before we got here. And so, you know, sometimes we get given experiences, not because we asked for that experience to happen in our life, but because we asked for the expansion that only that experience could give us. There was no other way that we could experience that level of spiritual growth and expansion except for experiencing that particular circumstance, which is why that was put in our path. And as soon as we are able to understand that, the pain dissolves, the pain heals. You know, when you let go of, of thoughts and of habits, as I said earlier, you give up the payoffs that go with it, which is what makes it so hard to, to let go. It's what, even though we say, I don't want the pain, we also don't want the pain that comes with letting go. Because when we let go of the pain, we let go of the payoff that goes with the pain. And sometimes without realizing, we are subconsciously using that pain as a way to access love and acceptance and compassion from other people. That's how we get noticed. You see, that pain has become our story. It's become our identity it's like we've been given a script and we decide to play the main role and we become 
the main character in that story. So when we, when we heal the pain, that story no longer belongs to us. And that's a scary place to be because it's like, who am I without that story? Who am I if I'm not, if I'm not the person with cancer, if I'm not the person that lost a child, if I'm not the person that, 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 that went through that traumatic experience, who am I if that's not who I am? What reason will people have to love me then? What, what will I be noticed for if I don't have that to be noticed for? But who am I? You see, this is a process, not of becoming what we want to be. I don't believe that at all. It's a process of unbecoming everything that you're not. You don't have to learn how to be what you want to be. You already are. You just have to remove the programmings that tell you you're not that. So the process is not about becoming. It's only about unbecoming everything we're not. And once we've unbecome everything we're not, we already are. There is so much purpose in pain. So I want you to remember this. When something hurts and it burns you on the inside, it is calling for your attention because you are ready. Your mind might tell you you're not, but you never get called to something that you are not already prepared for. Okay? And I want you to think this. I, love, I say this to you know, so many people that I, that I, to the current level of consciousness that we, that we sit at in order to rise to a new level of consciousness. And so next time you're in pain, just remember, don't worry. You're only dying. You're only dying. This level of consciousness does not belong to you anymore. You are ready to go to the new level. And sometimes it hurts because you can't take everyone with you to the next level. Sometimes the people that you care about now, they can't go where you're being called to go next. They can't go with you. It's not their path. And that in itself is painful. It takes so much courage, so much courage. It's one thing to talk about these principles. It's another thing to practice them and to live them. And I believe the, the, the most amount of courage that we are ever called to use is the courage to understand our pain and to allow, you know, the, these theories and these principles and these truths, these truths to, to not just sit at an intellectual level, but you need to allow them to drop from your head to your heart, where you no longer just know them intellectually, but you feel them. You feel them in your soul. It takes so much courage to go there and to even begin to even believe that there's purpose in what you're experiencing and that and that there is beauty somehow in whatever it is that you that you have or still are suffering. My prayer for you is that you allow, that you embrace your pain. You unprogram yourself from believing that pain means something is wrong. Nothing is ever wrong. You are just being called to your new level of consciousness. And, you know, the land to milk and honey is, is right through the wilderness, right? You can't get there any other way through the wilderness where all the beasts exist. And so, please, as you depart from here today, embrace the pain in your life and allow Allow your pain to work its magic on you. It takes a whole lot of courage. As you depart from here today, please, don't ever, don't ever leave anywhere the same person you were when you got here. Don't, don't leave this broadcast the same person you were when you showed up. There was a reason you connected with this today and there's a reason not only did you click on it, but you've come all the way through to the end. Depart from here with courage. The courage to believe in a better way the courage to voice what you've got to say, the courage to thrive when times are tough, and above all else, the courage to know you are good enough.